welcome to the SMA YouTube channel. Here we're doing a series of interviews where we interview alums of the program that are currently working in the sports industry. Um, my name's Hannah and I'm currently in the program and I'm graduating summer of 2020. I'm Emily, I'm also in the program and I'm graduating in August as well. Awesome, so we're gonna start off just by giving, um, a you guys could give a brief description of your career journey and how'd you end up where you are today. Um, everyone here is from the Columbus Sports Commission, so um, Erica, Mason, and Eric, um, if you guys wanna kick us off, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll start. I'm Erica Cornell. I'm the event specialist at the Greater Columbus Sports Commission, and I got into this role and it actually started kind of way back when, when I was in the sport management graduate program. So I was an intern for the Columbus Marathon and I was invited to a breakfast event um, that was hosted by the Greater Columbus Sports Commission. And I was really interested in what the organization did. So when I graduated from the sport management program, I was looking for full-time opportunities and happened to come across a professional internship um, at the sports commission applied, got the position, and used that full year to really learn about what we did within the tourism and hospitality industry. And that's where I've stayed since. Thankfully, the professional internship turned into a full-time opportunity on the events team, and I've been there for three years now. Guess I can jump in from there. So Mason Zimmer with the business development team over at the Sports Commission. So like Erica, a former intern over at the Sports Commission, um, I actually was first introduced to the Sports Commission my junior year of college. And so I went to a, a sport management uh, graduate program open house actually. And uh, a few presenters were there and a former employee now of the Sports Commission, Laura Brown was uh, talking about the Sports Commission and something I'd never heard of before. Um, so I went up to her afterwards and talked to her about it and they mentioned they had an internship program. So I applied and got the internship and luckily for me, it was a, a full fall semester and spring semester. It's like a full academic year internship. And I got to work with the Women's Final Four and cool things like that. And then um, applied to grad school at Ohio State, got in and then did my second internship over at the Sports Commission, again, as a professional intern. Um, so I uh, had a little more responsibility there and kind of worked in every department. Um, was really intrigued with the business development team and what they did. And then luckily again, after I finished my, uh, my program at Ohio State, a uh, position opened up in the business development team and um, applied. And now here I am full time now over at the Sports Commission. It feels like I've been here for you know, three years full time, but <laughs> full time one year and two time internship. So, um, Happy to be where I'm at and feels like it was kind of planned out that way in a sense, so. That sounds great. So I'll wrap it up. Uh, unlike Erica and Mason, I was not an intern with the Sports Commission. However, uh, very proud of what our internship opportunities have offered both Erica and Mason. I will say, similar to Mason, um, I am in my role, I know of the Sports Commission because of opportunities when I was in the sport management program. Um, so back in 2005, actually, a, a PhD student did a 30-minute presentation to one of my sport management operations uh, classes that I was in, and I was introduced to what sport tourism was all about. However, at the time, in the in early stages of the Greater Columbus Sports Commission, there were no job opportunities at the time. 
So I got my career uh, started in sports uh, in minor league baseball for about three years. Worked with the Columbus Clippers here locally um, through uh, my final year of undergrad and my two years of graduate school, actually, as a full-time uh, member of the Columbus Clippers. And then from there, I spent about seven years in the professional golf industry, working for the PGA Tour, um, making a brief attempt at selling sponsorships for a PGA Tour event, but learned really quickly uh, um, sales was my, not my thing, but uh, event management was. So I got to be connected to different individuals on the event management side. After the, the time with the PGA, I found myself uh, just stationed and, and living back in Columbus and then was reintroduced to Linda Logan, our exec, executive director and founder of the Sports Commission. And now I am in my ninth year as the uh, director of events at the Sports Commission. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, thanks for being here. That's awesome. Um, so obviously I'm sure that there is a lot of ways that the Sports Commission has been affected over the past few months of the pandemic, but can you guys describe how specifically the pandemic has affected the work of the Sports Commission? Yeah, I will kick us off and kind of talk about like our day-to-day -day operations and how that's changed. Thankfully, um, the Sports Commission and our sister company, Experience Columbus, had moved to a cloud-based system and we had already a work from home policy in place for some employees. So when the pandemic happened, um, it was an easier transition than most, I think for all of us to move to the virtual workspace. Um, so everyone's been working from home since March, um, but I think moving forward, we're kind of seeing how we can still be client facing and using um, like video calls to reach out to clients since we work with people all over the country. Um, so moving forward, how does that look for us, whether it's maybe a client's not coming in to the office all the time and traveling and having quick conversations like through video conferencing. Um, and we can see too how our workspace might change where we will see employees working from home a lot more and more it'll be more common, I think, for the Sports Commission. Um, but that's kind of like really how our day-to-day has changed, but it thankfully we've already had a system in place that we could easily move to working from home. That's super nice. I don't think a lot of places have had a, <laughs> right. that of a transition or something in place like that. Right. It's a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. And then just to add kind of how our industry um, and, and our actual work has been impacted um, by the by the pandemic, you know, as a sport tourism uh, organization, we attempt every single day, um, our business development team tries to bring in events, sporting events from youth level tournaments to amateur to professional um, types of sporting events um, into our community. And that would generate um, hotel revenue that would generate people flying into our airport, spending money at our restaurants. You know, the hospitality industry is really the core of our business. Um, and that's been greatly impacted locally from what local residents have been able to do and go out to the local community because of the cl closures and, and whatnot, um, significant amount of layoffs and furloughs. But nationwide, um, the travel industry is greatly impacted by this, um, and it's very difficult. But we're fortunate to be a part of the Sports Commission industry that's very close-knit, and we've been working weekly to talk about what we can do. We've been working with our clients if they can't come and do their event, um, because of hesitancies of travel, because of the participants 
or the volunteers or the age of certain officials and umpires that may not be able or it might not be recommended for them to travel because of their of their age or underlying health conditions. Um, groups are being affected. Um, we have groups that are you know, changing out from August and September of this year looking to come in the year 2021 right now and that leads us to working with cities that are hosting those same events in 21 and 22 and beyond to negotiate their contracts so they could push out a year. So it's a collaborative effort of ourselves and other cities to make it work what's best for the clients. Um, but it's been, it's been uh, helpful to be in such a close-knit uh, organization. But definitely business has been impacted, um, as, as has all of the hospitality industry. So it's been a very challenging period. Yeah, I feel like we're all learning from each other and um, moving forward. But that's awesome. You guys are um, adapting and adjusting to the change. Um, so recently, the Columbus Sports Commission, along with um, 750 other businesses, signed a letter to the Columbus City Council in support of resolution declaring racism a public health crisis. So what plans of action does your team have to help dismantle systemic racial issues? Thanks for that question, Hannah, and, and appreciate that question right now. It's, it's very timely, of course. And as an organization, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission does not operate individually. We are actually an LLC of Experience Columbus, which is the city's convention and visitors bureau. That's the so the tourism hub, the um, convention and tourism uh, bureau for our community. So as an organization, both the Sports Commission and um, the um, and Experience Columbus. We work very closely with city officials at city council, the mayor's office, and Franklin County officials as well. So our, our organization, as, as Hannah, you have mentioned, along with the other businesses, have signed that has have that side signed that petition. But as an organization that cares deeply about promoting um, Columbus as a safe destination, as a destination that's very visitor friendly and a very diverse destination, we reach out to um, people of all you know of all races and, and all likes and we want to be very open and willing to host that so it's a citywide effort that we are significantly um, supportive of and we're looking forward to seeing more specific what those plans moving forward will be um, and just being just being supportive of those efforts um, so a very challenging period for sure um, here locally but you know looking forward to overcoming that and and working together as a community so thank you for that question thank you definitely an important question and topic for everybody to be thinking about right now. Um, kind of switching gears, what would you say has been a highlight of your career thus far? I guess I can, I can jump in here. So uh, I just started at the Sports Commission back in August. So very short career for me so far in terms of um, not being a student anymore. Um, but a, a big turning point for me, I think, was just in my first few months at, at the Sports Commission, um, uh, the NCAA released uh, lots of uh, championships to bid for um, back in uh, November. And so uh, obviously the Sports Commission, you know, wants to, to bid on a lot of those events. And within the, the first few months that I was there, our uh, director of business development actually pursued a a new opportunity and um, so there, we became a two-person team over on the business development end of things so it's kind of thrown into the fire with a lot of that stuff and sometimes that's the best way to learn and um, was able to take uh, a big role and take a lot of responsibility on a lot of different things with uh, in terms of the, the NCAA bids 
Um, Eric and I spent lots of time together in the NCAA portal and uh, filling out all these different <laughs> forms and uh, things like that, things of that nature. And um, But it was really, really good for me to, uh, to learn that and kind of take that responsibility so soon in, in my uh, position there, which was it was a good thing I was an intern for a couple of years, which made it a little more seamless. Uh, I kind of knew a lot of the ins and outs of how everything worked there, so that was nice. But um, really big highlight for me was uh, just a few months in, so. I can share a little bit about my story. As a, as a Columbus resident now for 20 years, it's exciting being a part of an organization that can you know, generate some excitement for local residents and be a part of an organization that really cares about the quality of life um, for the local residents. So it's been exciting to see Columbus grow um, from our downtown footprint to the connectivity with folks at Ohio State to different suburban communities and everything um, that's, that's been so great in the hospitality industry. Hospitality for us is not just bringing the business and the visitors because of tourism, but definitely impacting the quality of life. Um, so for me, um, a recent example was in 2018 when we hosted uh, uh, Women's Final Four in March and April of 2018. Such a large event. We had a 50-person local organizing committee, um, staff members from Nationwide Arena, Ohio State University, representatives from the city and the county. Almost everyone on our, on our staff had a specific role on things to do um, just for that, just for that event. And to see local residents, to see neighbors of, of mine and friends and family just recognize how important, how visible, how much media attention that event got. And to see people now two plus years later still talking about that event and the recognition that Columbus um, got for doing that event and the collaborative effort we, we did was just a proud moment for me. Just very exciting. And it makes it easier to go to you know, work every day knowing that you're doing something in your community. And that's, that's how it impacts me personally. Awesome. Yeah, you guys um, definitely have a lot of um, different hands in different buckets and it's just great to see like um, collectively how much you guys make an impact on Columbus. Um, so for incoming students and um, just current students, what transferable skills do you think are most important to hone in on to be successful in the sports industry? So I can jump in on that one too. Uh, so for me, uh, like I said, in my, my short career, uh, what I've learned so far is just uh, those interpersonal skills, just communication, which um, can go such a long way. Um, I, I can think of a, a few different examples, but one in particular, I, um, my first month in, you know, we were working on this flag football tournament and the, we had two main contacts that we talked to all the time about setting it up and you know, getting um, all the pieces of the puzzle together. And the, the one guy was, was so, um, he just liked to pick up the phone and just call and, you know, it'd be any time of day. And he was just so intense about everything. And like, we need to do this, this, and this. And, and you know, you kind of had to learn to, to navigate, you know, those waters with him. And then on the flip side, the, the other person uh, with him, was, she was very, very like timid and just liked to, you know, communicate via email, wasn't as intense as him. And, you know, it was two people for the same company, you know, working on the same event had two complete different personalities. And, you know, on our end of things on the business development team, you know, we're trying to, to, you know, sort of win that business for Columbus, right. You know, as opposed to other cities. So uh, it's important to, to learn how to communicate with different people and just understand that different people communicate in different ways. 
And I think that's something you can't really learn, you know, by studying a book. It's you have to be, you know, in that position and experience that firsthand. And um, it was fortunate for me that I was able to learn that so quickly. Uh, but yeah, I'd say that's that's been the big thing for me, at least on our end of things, is just communicating with different people in different ways. It's, it's certainly been an interesting time over the past few months and in, in learning and navigating the new way of doing business. But I know as a team with a variety of experience levels, we have, we have numbers on our team that have been with the organization 13, 14, 15 years. And then we have a handful of new positions as our staff size has doubled just in the past three or four years, actually. So lots of entry-level um, positions, lots of internships that have turned into full-time jobs, which has been really great. Um, but we are all navigating um, at, at a different speed, the type of new norm. What, what does the new office normal look like for all of us? So the transferable skill that I wanna share as current college students, um, soon to be college graduates, is definitely going into a workplace, knowing that you're not going to be operating at a level of inexperience, but you're going to be operating at a level where you'll be able to teach those that might be more experienced and how we are doing, um, and what is the new business setting going to be. So just operate at a level of confidence. I know I learn from both Erica and Mason every single day what, what, it, what it's like to work in our office environment, and I appreciate that. We have an open, an open door policy in our office, open dialogue that we all learn from each other maybe specifics on the business side and how to work with clients and how to um, engage our clients. Um, people can learn from myself, but I definitely still learn every day um, because of new and changes in technology. Things that are done um, in the academic space right now that are definitely transferred into the workplace that those currently in the workplace just aren't so up to speed on. So we can all learn from each other. So. It, you know, make, make the most out of our current situation. Definitely be confident moving forward. You know, great opportunities are out there. So excited to see what the future holds for, for all of us. Yeah, definitely um, gives a lot of hope to know that there's still lots of opportunities and the best is still yet to come. Um, <laughs> So kind of switching back to your time in the sport management program, what is your favorite or best memory from your time as a graduate student? Well, right off the top of my head is uh, our, our trip that we took, our class trip to Indianapolis. Um, I think when we uh, first started, you know, we, we all didn't really know each other that well, but by the time, you know, March rolled around and we went on, we went on that trip together, we were all so close. And there was like a sense of camaraderie, you know, with all of us. And uh, I think that just made that trip so much better. You know, we went to the NCAA headquarters, um, got to tour all that. Um, the whole facility had two different panels uh, of speakers who talked about their experience and their time at the NCAA and answered any questions we had. Um, we got to go to the uh, NFL Combine, saw lots of prospects, even at the hotel that we were staying at, just walking around, you know, we're all like really starstruck. I um, went to a Pacers game and, um, you know, credit, you know, Dr. Turner, Dr. P and all the staff there at the sport management program, you know, they were able to, you know, really hook us up with a lot of, you know, great people who had a lot of experience. Uh, so, you know, we got to meet uh, some executives over at the, the Pacers organization. Um, they, you know, talked for us before, I mean, right before the game, you know, they're doing their jobs and they set aside time to talk to us for, you know, a good half hour, maybe more. Uh, answered any questions we had. Um, so it was a really great experience uh, for us to 
be able to see all of that and all the behind the scenes, behind the scenes stuff um, with all that. So off the top of my head, that's probably my favorite memory. I'll add that unfortunately our trip for my year did not come to fruition. So I'm very jealous of the experience that Mason had, but I would say probably my favorite memory um, being in the sport management program was just the relationships I've made. Um, since you are a smaller program, you become really tight knit with everyone. And I think what has been a really cool transition from being a graduate student is being able to work professionally with some of my prior classmates. So a lot of my classmates work now in the athletic department at Ohio State. So being able to use them as a resource whenever we are hosting events or whenever we're collaborating. So the Women's Final Four is a great example that we used a lot of their staff to help pull off such a huge event. So being able to be in the headquarters with my classmates, you know, and like talking about the sport management program and the good times we had while also trying to pull off one of the biggest events Columbus has ever hosted. <laughs> um, but I think that has just been a really cool experience is like having those relationships and those friendships that have carried over from being students to your professional career. That's been my favorite memory. Yeah, I feel like we, both Emily and I and every um, other of our classmates can um, agree with that, everyone in our program. Um, we love hanging out with each other. We love going to class um, with each other and just um, chatting about things in the sports industry and stuff not. So it's great, like those relationships you said, like they're definitely lasting. Um, and yeah, they're amazing. So definitely agree with you on that. Um, and so um, career-wise, um, who has influenced you the most in your career journey and how? So for me, uh, again, you know, very short career uh, within my first few months uh, working at the Sports Commission. Luckily, as an intern, I got to know him really well, but our uh, former director of this development, uh, Jeremy Leifel, um, was a very, had a very big impact on the way I communicate and the way I work at the Sports Commission now and the way I view things. Um, did a really great job playing that mentor role uh, with me. Um, included me on a lot of higher level uh, conversations, a lot of phone calls. Um, and then he would, you know, set aside time afterwards, you know, 10, 15 minutes and talk to me about, you know, why he did a certain thing this way and why he did this X, Y, Z, you know, it's important to do this, important to have these key relationships with people. Um, so it was really good for me to, to have that, you know, and like I said, you know, knowing him prior to working there full time as an intern helped a lot um, with that, um, that transition. But, uh, you know, yeah, Jeremy was very great. And Hannah, I know you've met him a couple times and um, really great guy. And yeah, did a lot of great things for me. So happy to be a, a part of the Sports Commission in that aspect. And I'll share mine. And, uh, and I won't say, say his name because he might be watching. But for me, it's Dr. Turner. Um, you know, that yeah, we all know. Um, definitely. Well, I respect him greatly um, for my time at this at the uh at, in the program actually as an undergrad um was was my first experience in a sport marketing class with dr turner and at the time i just viewed him as a mentor and in a way as an advisor and and he's the sole reason why i stayed at ohio state to pursue my graduate degree in sport management um, was because of my experience in that undergraduate class and then getting to know him and ask questions about opportunities um in in the professional world um is the, is the reason i was 
just a couple of weeks away from actually um, deciding to go at, to a different university in Florida up until I applied and had an additional conversation with Dr. Turner about staying at Ohio State and then getting accepted into the program. So I did not actually have to kind of pursue that other opportunity. And, and I'm grateful that I did. I've been able to stay in touch now with Dr. Turner in my time now um, at the Sports Commission and able to, you know, interact and speak with the current students there. So um, definitely, it's an easy one for me to answer. So definitely appreciate Dr. Turner and, and what, he's, what he's offered me. Yeah, that's awesome. It's cool how like literally one person can have such an influence on someone in their career and like their life path in general. Um, so when you guys were students in the graduate program, what did your involvement look like in the sport industry? Like, I know you guys kind of already touched on this, but um, like what internships did you hold? Were you involved in any clubs or anything like that? Yeah, I'll take this question. Um, so during, I did the sport management program in two years, so two full years. So my first year, I was an intern in the events and scheduling department within the Department of Recreational Sports. So I was very involved with collegiate recreation, um, but that was kind of a great introduction to events. And I really started to enjoy what I was doing and that experience. Um, also my first year of grad school, I started working part-time with the Nationwide Children's Hospital Columbus Marathon. Um, and so I initially started out helping them with volunteers my first year. And then in my second year of grad school, I actually had a graduate assistantship at the Outdoor Adventure Center, which is still within the Department of Rec Sports. And then I transitioned over to helping with registration with the Columbus Marathon. Um, so still kind of dabbling in rec sports, but getting more involved with events and near the end of my second year were required to do an internship program. Well, as part of my graduate assistantship, I actually wasn't allowed to use my GA position as my intern experience. So I got an internship with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. So these two years, you know, were really busy. <laughs> um, but that was also great exposure to how OHSAA hosts state championships right here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and that was just another great connection between OHSA and the Sports Commission because OHSA's executive director um, sits on our board, as does the director of the Columbus Marathon. So when I was applying for the internship with the Sports Commission, I was able to use both the race director and executive director as um, recommendations and referrals for the Sports Commission internship, um, but it also was just a great way to talk to them about the organization since they are so heavily influenced with the Sports Commission. Um, so yeah, so my involvement was pretty busy, I would say, pretty diverse, but I think it helped me gauge what I was interested in while I was in the sport management program. I am on mute, um, but awesome, great. I feel like um, several of um, the people in our program, they have um, are have a bunch of different experience in different places too. So just hearing their feedback um, and experiences in class is um, very interesting because I'm also learning from them while they do their internships. Um, so for um, incoming graduate students, what would be your advice? 
being um, in the sports industry for um, some time, Mason, you're a little fresh, but also just completing the program, what would you say um, is your advice for them? I'll add and then I'll let Mason take it away. Um, I would say kind of what you just heard in my last answer is get involved with as much as you can and what really interests you because you just don't know where those opportunities could lead. Um, especially if maybe it doesn't seem like a dream position at the time, if there's something that's engaging or really, you know, like grasps your interest, go after it, try for it. Um, I think the more involved and more exposure and experience that you can get will just really set up a great foundation for you in the future. Even if it's not a position, maybe it's just making a professional connection um, or networking with someone that later down the road in your career could be a really great resource for you or even just a great um, connection to have if you're trying to apply for a position. Um, so just get as much experience as possible um, and really just try to go after what you're interested in because it could just lead you to new opportunities. Yeah, and I will echo what Erica said. Um, for me, I think just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I know as, as cliche as that sounds, um, whether you're a student or you're in your professional career, there's never a bad time to introduce yourself to someone and you know grow your professional network. Um, you know, for me, I think it's been a really it played a really big factor in where I am today. Um, you know, like like I said in my my first answer on on this Zoom call, it was. Uh, going to an open house and just introducing myself, you know, to a sports commission employee. And that's how it started an internship and then another internship and now a full-time position. So um, just put yourself out there and, you know, don't be afraid to try to talk to someone because a lot of people, you know, love to help other people out too. You know, I've, I've learned uh, in my short time, in my full career, you know, even, even if you're not a student, people will, you know, will take the time to talk to you about their experiences, um, kind of like how we're doing now. You know, people love to share their stories. And um, so just don't be afraid to put yourself out there and talk to someone because you never know what might happen because of it. Yeah, I feel like too in the sport industry, I, at least from my experience as well, um, people have always been super willing to help and love helping out the new graduates and people who are looking to get their foot in the door, which is really cool. Um, so kind of switching over to less thinking questions and more just fun personal questions. Um, what skills or hobbies have you guys picked up during the pandemic? If any. <laughs> I, I won't say it's a skill, but I'm trying really hard to learn French. So I've been using the Duolingo app. Um, I can't say I've been practicing it lately, but I think that's just like a fun thing to try and do while you're spending so much time at home um, and kind of like uses a different side of your brain. It takes a break from like sports and work and everyday life. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do. I can't say it's a skill yet. <laughs> Props to you, Erica. Props to you. Yeah, I guess kind of along the same lines there. Um, fun fact, my, my fiance is actually Greek. Um, her first language she spoke was Greek, actually. She, learns, she learned English second. Uh, so I have been trying We've been dating for five years, and I'm just now trying to learn how to how to speak Greek uh, now that I have some free time on my hands. Uh, so it's been nice to have my own personal tutor help me with that. Um, <laughs> but I can 
I can speak to it, Erica. It's very challenging. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not trying to learn any new languages uh, during, during all of this right now. Maybe, maybe a little bit of baby talk, trying to decipher what my 18-month-old is saying every single day is, is the new skill that I have yet to uh, master. Um, but what I've done is trying to uh, not, uh, not get sucked into the desire to binge watch too much TV. So lots of uh, carpentry skills, landscaping, anything besides cooking, preparing bikes and toys and anything for the kids. So definitely um, after this call here, I'll probably have to go downstairs and figure out what I need to fix that's been broken the past hour. Or so just different, different types of skills, repair work. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I feel like it's been it's been quite a while. So definitely I've tried some different recipes, tried different workouts, but I mean dabbling in a little bit of everything. Um, so we wanted to ask, what are you guys' favorite sports teams? It could be professional, collegiate, club. Um, yeah. Mine's easy. Ohio State Buckeyes all the way. I, I like professional teams, like I like the Cleveland Indians, and my dad grew up um, hours south of Pittsburgh, so I like the Steelers, but there's really no comparison. Every Saturday is spent watching Ohio State football for me. can definitely echo what Erica said, huge Buckeyes fan in every sport. Um, also, I, and I'm a huge Chicago Bulls fan, I love MJ growing up, my dad loved MJ, so I always watched, you know, Michael Jordan highlights, loved Derrick Rose growing up as a kid. I think anyone who knows me well knows I'm a huge, I guess now, Las Vegas Raiders fan. Uh, and you could probably even ask Dr. Turner, he probably remembers that too, and everyone in my class knows that. So I think anyone who knows me knows, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a huge uh, former, I guess, Oakland Raiders fan, now Las Vegas Raiders fan. I still don't understand that, Mason, but... Uh, I, I like Erica, actually, I'm from Northeast Ohio. I'm from Canton. So I have Cleveland sports allegiances, um, for, for NFL, NBA and, and baseball, of course. But, um, I was raised as my mom was raised from her father, a Green Bay Packer fan, no, no family from Wisconsin, but, um, we are diehard Packer fans more than anything else, um, for sports fandom. So it's really exciting when I was very young, um, we were able to buy stock in the Packers. That is just a certificate that has no financial value to it. But um, recently, um, kind of now in adult life, they were offered up more stock. So I was able to buy some for my son now. So it's a fun family story. We have these pieces of share in the Green Bay Packers, but we try to get out there every year to go to a game, go to Lambeau Field, just so much history behind it. It's really exciting. So I'm proud of that being in the family. It's exciting and I've been able to brainwash other family members and now in-laws to be Packer fans with me. So many Buckeyes have gone on to play for the Packers and all that. And then the other emotional side too, um, prior to my uh, grandfather's passing when I was still very young, he, uh, his dream was to have someone in the family go and attend Ohio State. So not only will we Ohio State fans, but to go to Ohio State and, and be a Buckeye as well. So definitely. Big, big fandom for, for everything Ohio State. Love all of it. Yeah, I know my grandpa was also a huge influence for me to go to Ohio State. And he's been getting season tickets for like 54 years now and big Buckeye guy. <laughs> so um, right. 
Yeah. <laughs> so last question also about our beloved Ohio State. Um, if you could describe Ohio State in three words, what would they be? I would say best time ever. Um, <laughs> but I think in like a more serious note, uh, influential, life-changing, what would be a last word, and inspiring. Um, I think for me, just going to a large university, um, the exposure you get to diversity and people from not only around the state, but around the country and around the world, I think it was just like a great cultural exposure for me to learn from so many different people. Um, and then I think too, just having that opportunity to get an education from there where there's just an array of things that you can study. Um, but yeah, still the best time ever. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, kind of along the same lines, for me, probably best decision ever. Uh, I kind of mulled over a lot of different schools when I was applying for undergrad and ended up sticking with Ohio State. I just couldn't see myself going anywhere else. And I've made so many great relationships. I met my fiance there. Um, a lot of my best friends that I think will be best friends for life. And like Erica said, you get one of the best educations in the entire nation and um, you get exposed to a lot of different things, a lot of different cultures and a lot of diversity there. And um, yeah, just, I mean, one of the best experiences of my life. So you guys enjoy it while you can. I certainly agree, you know, best decision ever. Um, my best friends, everyone, and that served as a groomsman in my wedding, we were roommates freshman year in Smith Hall. Um, so just great, great friendship there. Um, opportunity for sure. Um, no one can argue with the amount of opportunity you have by becoming a Buckeye and attending Ohio State. Um, just so many great things, um, no matter the discipline that you go after. And then just networking opportunities, just ongoing opportunity to pursue your, in your professional um, field. For us to stay involved with the sport management program, I love that you guys have reached out to do this for us to be able to network with uh, professors or advisors that are still at Ohio State that were there, you know, 20 years ago. It's just incredible how much great opportunities that Ohio State allows all of us. So best decision ever for sure. Very proud. I guess, I'll, oh, sorry, Eric. I guess since we're on the topic, I also met my fiance at Ohio State. I don't want to undermine Tyler there. And four of my bridesmaids were also roommates at Ohio State. So. I love that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you guys said it all. I mean, the opportunity, um, the history, and just the tradition is great. Um, and within this program, um, I feel like it definitely prepares us for the future. Um, also give us networking opportunities. And just by doing um, these interviews on our YouTube channel, um, so many people can learn so much about the Sports Commission and who um, everyone else we're interviewing. So we're really thankful for you guys giving your time. Um, yeah, so we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you both. It, it was great. Pleasure to meet. Pleasure to meet you. See you again, Hannah, and meet you, Emily. Thank you. You too. Yes, thank you, guys. This was wonderful. Thank you for letting us be involved, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you, and thank you, everyone, for watching. We appreciate it. Bye. See you, guys.